Greetings and welcome to the Defender Football Pregame Show. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra, and we're getting you set for another Saturday afternoon of Dort University football here on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. Today's matchup features the Dort University Defenders 3-1 on the season and the Dort University Tigers 2-2 on the year. We'll get you set for that matchup today with some featured segments. First of all, our GPAC football report. Corey Westra will bring that to us in about a minute here on KDCR. Corey Westra, obviously the GPAC commissioner. We'll also hear from Nathan Cabongo, the Dort University cornerback, joining us as our featured guest for our Dort Football Senior Interview segment. We'll talk to him about what brought him to Dort University as well as that pick six last week against Jamestown. And we can't forget the head coach himself. Joel Penner will join us here on the Defender Football pregame show. And uh, that's what we've got ahead of us as we get you set for another Saturday afternoon of football here in Sioux Center, Iowa. I'm Christian Zylstra. You're listening to the Defender Football pregame show here on KDCR. Let's toss it over to Corey Westra and get a look at our GPAC football report. This is the GPAC Football Saturday Report for Saturday, October 17. Brought to you by the Great Plains Athletic Conference and Cypress Grist Management, the official championship partner of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. On your Football Saturday Report this week, we begin with the scoreboard of games played last Saturday around the GPAC. In the battle for the saddle in Sioux City, Morningside defeated Briarcliff 68-3. It was Midland over Hastings for the Watchorn McLaughlin Trophy 43-0, that final in Fremont. And Dort was a winner over Jamestown 66-13 in a game played in Sioux Center. Let's go to the Week 5 Hoffman America Sports Football Players of the Week. On offense, Noah Clayberg, the quarterback for Dort, takes the honor. The junior from Pella, Iowa, set a program record for pass completion percentage in a game, 15 out of 18, had a career-high four touchdown passes. He also ran for 108 yards on seven carries, averaging 15 yards per carry. And all those numbers came in the first half of Dort's win over Jamestown, 66-13. to Zach Akamo from Midland at linebacker is the defensive player of the week. The senior from Bellevue, Nebraska, had nine tackles in the win over Hastings as Midland retained the Watchorn McLaughlin Trophy for the fifth straight year. Also had a fumble recovery in the contest. Dalton Tramain from Midland at return specialist is the special teams player of the week. The junior from Punka, Nebraska, had a big day with 15.8 yards per punt return and a kickoff return of 23 yards. His play helped set up Midland's offense with great field position all day. In addition to his returns, he also had one pass on offense that he had 45-yard reception in the win for Midland. That's a look back at last week around the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Coming up after the break, we'll preview this Saturday in GPAC football. The GPAC football Saturday report continues right after this. The Great Plains Athletic Conference was founded in 2000 and is proud of its academic and athletic excellence. 
Since the league began, we have had 31 NAIA National Team Championships and boast over 700 NAIA Dactronics Scholar-Athletes annually. To learn more about the GPAC, including fan protocols during COVID-19, go to our website at gpacsports.com or follow us on Twitter at gpacsports. It is a four-game slate of GPAC football for this October 17. All games kicking off at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. We'll start in Mitchell, where the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers will take on Midland and the Warriors at Joe Quintel Field. Morningside travels to Jamestown to take on the Jimmies at Greeno Stadium. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff in North Dakota. Concordia and the Bulldogs will be in Orange City at DeValoy Stadium Corver Field to take on the Northwestern Red Raiders. And the final matchup for this week is in Sioux Center at Open Space Field where Dort will host Doan and the Tigers. Briarcliff and Hastings are off this week for GPAC football. Coming into this Saturday, Concordia is 4-0. They lead the league by a half game over Morningside. It was 3-0. At 3-1, it's Dort. 2-1 is Northwestern. Doan and Midland are both 2-2. Dakota Wesleyan and Hastings 1-3. Jamestown is 0-2. And Briarcliff sits at 0-4 in GPAC football. Be sure to visit our website at gpacksports.com. We had the release of the preseason basketball polls for both the women and the men from the conference. That came out on Wednesday this past week. You can check those out online at gpacksports.com. All the stats, standings, news, and more from around the Great Plains Athletic Conference also on the website. Be sure to follow us on Twitter as well. We are at gpacksports. This has been your GPAC Football Saturday Report for October 17. I'm Corey Westra. You're listening to the Defender Football Pregame Show here on KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. It's time for our Dort Football Senior Interview, and our guest this week had an interception return for a touchdown last week against Jamestown. It's Dort University defensive back Nathan Cabongo joining us here on the pregame show for our Dort Football Senior Interview. Thanks for your time today, Nathan. And I want to start kind of with where you're from and how you first heard about Dort. So you come to Dort University from Plano, Texas. How did you first hear about Dort University and what stood out to you about this school and the football program that made you say, I want to go to school here. I want to play football here. So, yeah, obviously being from Texas, I did not know Dort was a place until I started getting recruited by a Coach Nutt for football. So that's kind of how... I found Dort, and so when I came up for my visit, because they seemed pretty interested in uh, having me come up for a visit, I decided to do so, and I just really loved the community, whether it was the people on campus or off campus, just how willing people are to accept you and to invite you to be a part of their community, so that's something that I really like, that family-type atmosphere. Now, obviously, this summer and this fall camp was unlike anything you as a football player have had to deal with before. How did you have to adjust this summer and this fall as you prepared for your senior year? So I think that kind of goes all the way back to since we got sent home from COVID, so around the springtime. And for me, I'm a track athlete as well. So I'm used to missing out on spring ball and having all those months of football being gone for me. So for me personally, it was... It was nothing really new to me. If anything, I had a leg up on everybody else since 
I'm used to, you know, missing out on spring ball and then coming in, working through the summer, coming for the fall. So now that I had those extra couple of months to focus solely on football, I was able to hone in on my craft even more. Let's talk a little bit about your personality or your style. What's your personality on the football field and what's it like off the field? Are they the same? Are they different? How do they differ if they do? I would say my personality on the field is a little bit different from my personality off of it. I'm a fiery competitor. I love to compete. I'm definitely a lot more active in terms of how vocal I am on the field. One is because, you know, being on the football field, especially on the defense, you have to communicate a lot. So just constant talking. And since I'm an upperclassman, I try and lead and set an example for the underclassmen and try and coach them up in as many ways as I possibly can. And also, you know, being with my boys on the field, I like to, you know, act up, have fun on the field too. Practice all the time. We'll always be, you know, chirping at each other or acting up, things like that. So off the field, I'm a little bit more reserved. Probably won't see me talking as much, but when it comes to interacting with others, I'll do so just fine. But a little bit of some two different personalities there. Well, last week you got to have some fun on the field. You returned an interception for a touchdown against Jamestown. Not the first time you've had a pick six. Back in 2018, you had a 34-yarder against Hastings. As a defensive back, so you've got no experience at a couple times in college, What's just kind of going through your mind as you make that interception and you transition from a defender to an attacker and you waltz towards the end zone? I love it. You know, getting a pick six isn't a common play in football. You know, when the defense scores, that's a big deal because that can be either a huge momentum swinger, you know, or maintaining that momentum and making it even higher. So, yeah, getting pick sixes are fun. I, I really do enjoy them because the defense doesn't get many chances to score. And that game, I think that was the only ball that was thrown to me the whole game. So whenever I get an opportunity like that to make a play, I try and capitalize. You've had a great career, and we continue to see Dort football grow in terms of the depth of the program, the health of the program. Obviously, the production on the field has been great over the past couple of years as well. What do you see for this program in terms of what it can be at its peak? I really think, you know, even now we're up there competing for conference championships. Like right now, regardless of what it may look like right now, we still have a great opportunity to take that top spot of being a conference champ. And I think that will only continue to grow as the program gets older. And, you know, it that comes a lot from the kind of culture that we've built here and the type of guys that we have on this team. Um, and that's just a testament to Coach Penner and the kind of program that he's trying to build here and the type of athletes that he's recruiting. You know, not only those that can produce on the field, but he's looking for, you know, attributes outside of that as well. As a senior, obviously, football's been a big part of your story here at Dort. What has the sport of football, this coaching staff, and this program meant to you? Oh, it's definitely, definitely meant a lot. You know, I've been able to, you know, make connections with players and the coaching staff in ways that I never felt like I could. You know, they've been more than just football coaches. They've been mentors to me as well. And so I really appreciate that, you know, they've helped me to develop in more than just being a great football player, but, you know, being a great person, a great man of faith as well.
I'm Christian Zylster. Thanks for joining us on KDCR 88.5 FM and online at KDCR885.com. Here on the Premier Communications Defender Coaches Show and on the Defender Football Pregame Show, we're joined by Joel Penner, the head coach of the Dort University football program. The Defender is coming off a win over Jamestown last week. This week, the opponent is Doan. So, Coach, thanks for joining us here on this exciting weekend. I know it was originally going to be Defender Days, but still plenty of events and things going on around uh, the community and on campus here this weekend. Another good win for your football team last week. 66-13 to victory over the Jamestown Jimmies and really quite the showing in the first half where, you know, other than the one deep ball, it was about as close to a perfect half of football you can ask for your football team in a conference game. And if there were any flaws, it wasn't overtly noticeable. But what were kind of your takeaways from the way the team played in that first half and in a near-perfect first half? Yeah, well, appreciate that, Christian. Um, trust me, it was not a perfect half. <laughs> That's the coach in me, right? The guys played tremendous. We really focused on just nailing it in the details. You know, as I talked about last week, that was our biggest takeaway from the loss um, two weeks ago was we, we just got to tidy up our details. And so, yeah, we had we had a great first half of football, and it was it was fun to see defense make stops, a lot of three and outs. Uh, it was fun to see our offense clicking, throwing the ball as you know school record for uh, completion percentages in a game and four touchdown passes and a half. I mean, it was, it was awesome. So I feel like uh, lopsided dominant football, that's what you got in that half. The second half, we got to see some new faces getting their first live game varsity action for the defenders. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the number was 72 Different guys are right around there, suited up and played for your team against Jamestown last week. Have you ever had anything close to that number as a coach where you're able to get that many guys in there, get some action? And what does that tell you about not only the game, but just the way the program has grown? It was unusual. I mean, that's about 15 to 20 more guys than we would normally play in a game. Um, So... One of the ways I'm looking at it as our our JV season has been cut short. Um, we we had five games scheduled, and right now we have three on the schedule only. So they lost a couple of JV opportunities, and so for the most part, that second half had a lot of had a lot of JV um, guys on the field, and so I'm really pleased that they got that kind of opportunity given back to them. And it was on a Saturday in front of a crowd, so um, that, that's really neat for them. I think. One of the other hidden advantages is if your starters play 30, 40 reps only in a game, uh, obviously that's great for the preservation of their bodies and the health as you go late into the year. And I think that's something that um, a team like Morningside has really benefited from over the years. Um, they've been in a lot of blowout games, and so they've been able to rest their guys and develop their younger guys. So it was that kind of an opportunity day for us, and, and uh, it went well. Yeah, they've definitely been representing Dord well, beat Northwestern a little bit ago in a JV game and outscored Jamestown in the second half as well. We're basically at the midway point, so we're four games past, five to go, including this week's matchup against Doan. I think I know the answer to this, and it's probably related to the passing game, but what's just been the the most impressive thing about your offense's performance through four games? Yeah, I think you're on the right track there. I think if you're following um, Dort football offensively, you're seeing the ball being thrown more. You're seeing more completions, and you're seeing more distribution. I think we had 
12 different receivers catch passes last week, completed over 80% of them. And so, yeah, that's been a huge emphasis. Um, a big part of that is just the growth of Noah Clayberg. Um, and I've talked about this before, but the way that he committed himself to fine-tuning um, all the aspects of of the pass game has been remarkable, and it's really showing up in our offensive production. What's been the best thing about the way the defense has played through four weeks? Yeah, I think um, for them, uh, I've seen them just kind of sharpen in in, in uh, their confidence in their assignments. Something that's been true of us uh, more so as the season goes on is if the offense has an explosive play, it is not because we blew a coverage or we missed an assignment. It is just maybe we were a step late or the offense made a perfect play, uh, which happens sometimes. And so you can live with that, right? Um, when your defense is not confident in the scheme and not executing well, they're not going to play fast. They're not going to play with confidence. They're, they will rarely tackle well if they're playing that way. And what I've seen as the year goes on is that they're in the right place. They know exactly what their job is. They know how to read their keys, and they know what's supposed to happen on this play. And, and we're going to need that as the season goes on. We've got some great offenses, some great teams down the down the road here, and so um, we certainly are, are grateful to see that growth on our defense. Big games coming up, obviously. Obviously none bigger than the game at hand. You have Morningside still. Concordia's been playing well so far this year. As you look at this team over the the final five regular season games, obviously you're you're battling for kind of those top spots of the conference. You're battling, trying to make that playoff push as well. What's the area where you will need to see the most growth for this team this year to get where you want it to go? Yeah, I think um, there's just going to need to be this. Longer we play, better we get confidence. You know, we know that the road to the postseason goes through. Morningside. And that doesn't mean that the game that we have at hand this week and the other one before it, um, we are not looking past any of our opponents, um, not even close. But we also know that some of the goals we have for our season will be, you know, they're going to come down to that game more than likely. And so these other games before then, we, we just have to continue to, to grow and develop in the sharpening of our fundamentals uh, of our tackling, of our execution of speed and tempo on offense. Um, you know, it's not one thing. It's just we just have to keep getting better at the the things that we emphasize as a program. And, um, you know, if we do that, I, I just I'm excited about where this group's going to go. You know, our seniors are a special group for me. And it's too early to t- start talking about the seniors sentimentally, but uh, they're giving this team everything they have, and we're going to ride their backs. Doan University this week. History doesn't win ball games, but it does create, I guess, some context. You know, the, these Doan matchups have been exciting in the past. First ranked victory at Doan. The last time Doan was here in Sioux Center, it was a close three point victory for the Tigers. Last year, a 61 nothing shutout victory for your team. What do you anticipate from Doan University in, in the matchup this week? Well, I guess uh, the history lesson is. You can't predict how this game's going to go, you know, because when we were uh, not a great football team yet, we had great, great players and we were improving, but we went down and beat a number 11th ranked Doan. Um, and then the year later, you know, we, we were going to ride that confidence and they beat us, you know, in a, in a close game. Um, last year was a lopsided win for us in our first conference shutout in school history. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you is going to happen. I'm I'm just thrilled and excited that we get to play again. I know there's 
uh, always the risk for the day and age that we live in being a cause for, for games getting canceled. And so just so grateful to, to have an opportunity today. We talk about themes and keys. What was kind of the theme for your team in practice this week and the keys you're harping on to try to improve to 4-1 and one on the year? We've talked about our, our fierce competitive DNA that we want to have as a team and, and that, that we already have, but we're developing in. And the, the idea that we should be dominant, we should be confident lining up from across from, from an opponent, um, but then we also have to have humility. And so how does it work to be uh, a dominant mindset football player who also has tremendous humility? And I think that's a huge challenge in, in, in culture today, uh, any competitive uh, environment that you're in. But, uh, you know, that's kind of the, uh, the focus of the week is just our competitive spirit, the way we go about our heart behind competing, the way we, we choose an attitude that we, that we have for the day. You know, and then when it comes to the skills, the fundamentals, it's nothing new. It's just uh, what we've been seeing on film that needs sharpening. And trust me, as coaches, we're, we're masters at finding the little things. And our guys are, are hungry and humble. They often come to us with this just eager, how can we get better? mindset and so yeah we've just been plugging away and they've had a great week of practice uh today should be a really fun game well it's starting to feel like fall and nothing pairs with fall weather like saturday afternoon football so coach appreciate your time good luck this week against dylan thank you christian Here on the Defender Football Pregame Show, I'm Christian Zeigelstra on KDCR 88.5 FM. The matchup today, the Dort University Defenders, 3-1 on the season, taking on the 2-2 Doan University Tigers. Dort is 3-1 on the year, a victory over Midland in the opener, 22-14 on the road. A 37-point winner at Dakota Wesleyan back on September 26, that was 47-10. The lone loss for the defenders this year came against cross-county rival Northwestern in Sioux Center, the home opener 48-40. And then last week, the defenders bounced back with a strong victory. 66-13, the defenders were victorious, and that included holding a six-score lead over Jamestown at halftime. It was a big performance for the defenders. They're looking to build on that in this matchup against Doan. The past three matchups have been a little bit unique, as we alluded to with Coach Penner. A couple years ago, it was the Dort defenders getting their first ring to win on the road at Doan. That was on a homecoming in Crete, Nebraska. Doan then followed it up the next year with a 24-21 win over the defenders in Sioux Center. That's also the last time Doan has come up to Sioux Center. And then last year, a 61-0 shutout victory for Dort. The first shutout in conference play in program history. So... We've had some unique results over the past couple matchups. We'll see what today has in store. As I mentioned, door 3-1 and one. for Doan. They're 2-2 two and two on the year. Started the season with a 24-7 defeat against Concordia. Followed that up with a 13-6 low-scoring victory over Briar Cliff. Then Doan hit the road, scored 52 points in a 15-point victory over Hastings. And then two weeks ago, the Tigers suffered a loss at the hand of the Tigers, Dakota Wesleyan 29-26, the upset victory over Doan. Doan University coming off a bye, the defenders coming off a big victory over Jamestown, a 53-point winner. And so we'll see who's more prepared for success today. It's the Dort University defenders and the Doan University Tigers coming up live on KDCR. 
I'm Christian Zylstra. You've been listening to the Defender Football Pregame Show. Up next, it's kickoff. We'll toss it over to Mike Biker, who's live from Open Space Park in Sioux Center, Iowa. Thank you very much, Christian Zalstra, as the Dort Defenders and Doan University Tigers get set for Great Plains Athletic Conference football play this afternoon here at Open Space Park in Sioux Center. Good afternoon. My name is Mike Biker. I'll be describing the action to you as it unfolds in front of us here at Open Space Park. The Doan Tigers come in with a 2-2 two and two Record, both overall and in the conference, while the defenders, 3-1, and one, bouncing back from a loss two weeks ago to Northwestern, getting a victory over Jamestown last week. For the Dort defense, uh, they are go- uh, going to take on a Doan team that has struggled offensively thus far. 195 yards per game rushing. They only get 105 yards passing. They have scored 24.5 points per game, while the defenders have allowed just 20 points per contest so far this year. Right now happening the opening coin toss. Doan University has won the coin toss. They have elected to defer to the second half. David Kakmarinski says the defenders will defend the south goal. They'll be moving from my right to my left or from south to north if you are familiar with the layout here at Open Space Park. The Doan Tigers in their white jerseys, white pants, orange numbers trimmed in black for the defenders. Their typical black jersey tops, their black pants, almost a charcoal look with the gold numbers and a small defenders in print across the front of their jersey. A picture-perfect day for football here in Northwest Iowa in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The game time temps, a very typical Mid-October, 55 to 60 degrees, a cool morning, and they're even talking about a little moisture in the form of snow this weekend, and we're heading into that time of the year. For the defenders, this is the final of three games at home in a row. They go on the road to face the Concordia Bulldogs next week, do the defenders, and then they will come back home to face the Morningside Mustangs two weeks from today, October the 31st, here in Sioux Center. So the Doan Tigers will be kicking off from my left. That will be Jeremy Henning kicking off. And for the defenders back deep, Levi Jungling will be back for the defenders. And also, I believe, the defenders, Abraham Stays, also back to return the kick. Might be Anthony Trojan. Can't make out if it's 12 or 22. Looks like it is 12, and that would be Abe Stays. And the Doan Tigers set to start the contest. Dort will get the football first. And we are underway with football on this Saturday in October. There's the cannon shot in the background. Jungling will take it at the goal line. He's out to the 5 to the 10 up the right sideline to the 20. And we're going to have a holding penalty on the play. An illegal block. So that will negate the 21-yard kick return by Jungling. Three flags thrown on the play. Remains to be seen if all three are the same infraction. And judging by the vicinity, I would say it probably is. And the defenders in all likelihood will be starting this drive from deep in their own territory. So jungling, nice return to start things. But we had a hold called on Raphael Carr. 
And now the Doan Tigers forcing Dort back inside their own 10-yard line to start this drive. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 9. Carter Skibot ends in the backfield for the defenders. Also in the backfield, Anthony Trojan. Noah Clayberg is your quarterback. And the defenders looking to the sideline for their first play from scrimmage. First down and 10. 14.55 left to play. Here in the first quarter. Fake the handoff, Clayberg pitches it over to Trojan. Trojan up the left sideline. He's got first down yardage to the 23-yard line before he is forced out of bounds. So the defender is able to isolate Trojan and Clayberg on the outside. Clayberg that time pitches it. And Anthony Trojan averaging 11.5 yards per rush. He's only had eight attempts so far this season. He's able to get up the left sideline to the 25-yard line. This time a handoff straight up the middle. Not much there for the defenders. And Carter Skibout, the sophomore from Orange City, stuffed for no gain on the play, plugging things up for the Doan defense. That was Jared Easton. It'll be second down and 10. Second and 10, Clayberg barking signals. Noah back to pass. Passes to Hubelhorst. Hubelhorst at the 30 before he is thrown down. So Hubelhorst with a gain of about five on the play. They'll give him forward progress to the 31. It'll be third down and five for the defenders at their own 31-yard line. Clayberg is completing about 67% of his passes. That is by far the best for a Dort quarterback in my memory. Clayberg throws it, screen pass, complete over to Skibout. Skibout falls forward, and did he get enough for a first down? It appears he did before he was dragged down by Wyatt Bodfield. That'll be a Dort first down. The pressure came from the corner. Clayberg read it, floated it on a screen pass over to Skibout, leaking out of the backfield. And the defenders have their second first down of the drive. They're at their own 37-yard line, first down and 10. First and 10 for the defenders. Clayberg moves Lucas Warner from his left to his right. Back to pass. Pass over the middle is complete to Warner. Warner falls forward into Doan territory. Down to the 45-yard line. And Lucas Warner. Big number 26 for the defenders. Three catches this year. Remember, he had that long gain last week. Averaging 35.3 yards per catch. And the defenders now in Doan territory. Flare pass out to the right to Jungling. Jungling forward progress down near the 40-yard line. Short gain on the play for Jungling. Averaging 11 yards per catch. Picks up six that time, does the senior from Pella. And that will bring up second down and four. So a manageable second down, a positive second down play coming here. You like those second and three, second and four. Open up the playbook a little bit. Charlie Young into the game for the defenders. Handoff to Charlie. Charlie straight up the middle. Short gain on the play. Looks like he's shy of the first down by less than a yard. It'll be third down and short for the defenders. 12-25 and counting first quarter. Dort going up-tempo with their offense. That is nothing new. They're at the 36-yard line. They need 35 for a first down in all likelihood. Four-down territory here. Clayberg. Barking signals. Doan shows some pressure from the outside. Now Dort will back out and get a new play from the sideline. Your backfield, they split the backfield now. Well, Skibout is on the right shoulder of Clayberg. Clayberg hands it off to Young, and Young is stuffed for no gain. Actually loses a yard on the play. It's going to be fourth down and two. 
Fourth and two on the way. Michael Sonderman getting into the game for the first time today. So Sonderman will check in. He did not play last week, and now he will check out. Dort getting their personnel on the field. Looks like they've got their 11. 25 seconds on the play clock. They empty the backfield, do the defenders. They send jungling in motion from right to left, faking the handoff. Clayberg, Clayberg up the middle. Clayberg dodges a tackle inside the 25, down to the 23-yard line. Bring jungling in motion. That draws the defense's attention. Straight up the middle is Clayberg on the carry, down inside the 25 to the 24. Sedort starting this drive at their own 9-yard line. They've moved up the field to the 24. They stay with the empty backfield. They send Jungling in motion again. Fake the handoff to Jungling. With the carry is Clayberg. Clayberg down to the 20-yard line. A gain of four on the play. And the defenders very methodically moving the football down the field. The big play on the drive so far. That pass completion to Warner. And since then, Dort just pounding away four, five, and six yards at a time. Second down and six at the 20. Sonderman is behind Clayberg. Mitchell Van Regen mortar the snap, and the ball is picked off. An interception, now it's a foot race, and the Doan Tigers could be racing the other way with a pick six. Picking it off and running is DeMond Brown. Brown up the sideline, and he is stopped just shy of the goal line. Chased down by Noah Clayberg. And Clayberg makes the touchdown-saving tackle, but not before the Doan Tigers will set things up inside the five. So the defenders moving the football down the field. They went to a pass to the far side, a long pass, and stepping in and picking it off was Brown, and now the Dort defense will have to come up and make make a play. It'll be first down and goal to go for the Tigers inside the five, down at the three. So Brown, that long interception return, I think he picked it off at about the 20, raced the other way, very nearly had a pick six. He returns it, we'll call it 76 yards, setting up first down and goal to go for the Tigers. First and goal to go for the Tigers, Wasserman. Hands it off, and stumbling into the end zone, a touchdown for the Tigers, and the Tigers are on the board first. Jacoby White, a four-yard touchdown run, and the Tigers opportunistic, pick off a pass, and then on the first play from scrimmage, running back Jacoby White into the end zone for the touchdown, his third touchdown of the season, and the Tigers trying to stake themselves to a 7-0 lead. Jeremy Henning on to attempt the point after. The snap is down, the kick is up, and the kick is no good. And the defenders surrender a 6-0 lead. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Doan Tigers strike first this afternoon. Back with more after this. This broadcast of Defender Athletic. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. And the defenders will get the football back, trailing six to nothing. And remember, the uh, Tigers did, and they deferred their decision to the second half, so they might squeeze out an extra possession as well before this is all done. End over end kick taken by the defenders and jungling. Jungling inside the 10 to the 15 to the 20 to the 25 to the 30, 40, 45. Reverses field. He's to midfield. 
Still on his feet, and he is going to be pushed out of bounds at the Doan 40-yard line, and that is where the defenders will start their drive. First down and 10 for the defenders at the Doan 41-yard line. So the defenders with it first down and 10 at the 41-yard line. They'll stay on the ground. They hand it off to Sonderman. Sonderman loses two on the play. It'll be second down and 12. So second and 12. Second down and 12. Sonderman nothing there that time. Clayberg. In the shotgun, he's going to run option. Tries to get to the outside. Pitches it over to Sonderman. Sonderman falls forward to the 40-yard line. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage. But we have a flag on the play. Thrown at the midfield stripe. This one could be against the defenders. Looks like it'll be a spot foul. 49-yard line as the official adjusts where the flag is resting. And in all likelihood, it's going to be second down and long. So holding penalty against the defenders tight end, Hayden Large. And the defenders so far on offense, not in sync. Had the ball in pretty good position earlier on the drive. Looked like they were methodically marching down the field. And then the Doan Tigers. A interception, a long return, and Doan leads it 6 to nothing with 9.28 left to play in the first quarter. Clayberg. We'll get the snap from Mitchell Van Regenmorter. Van Regenmorter gets the snap back to Clayberg. He's going to take a shot over the top. And intended for Junkling Falls incomplete. That'll set up third down and long. Third and long for the defenders at their own 47-yard line. They need the 31 on the Doan half of the field for a first down. So it's third and 22 for the defenders. Went for the big play over the top that time. Rafi Carr into the contest. He'll line up in the slot on the far side. Carter Skibout in the backfield with Clayberg. Clayberg rolling right. Plants, throws, pass is complete. And the pass is completed to Jaden Heisman. Heisman down to the 38-yard line. And now decision time for the defenders. Not a whole lot to gain by punting here. You probably gain 10 to 15 yards in terms of field position in that battle. Instead, you're facing fourth down and seven. Charlie Young into the contest. Hayden Large will check out. Also checking into the game for the defenders, Anthony Trojan. Charlie Young will check out, and they have had some challenges getting the right personnel on the field. 12 seconds on the play clock, now 10 up to the line of scrimmage. Dort's going for it. Fourth down and seven. Clayberg, they're going to bring pressure. Clayberg steps up in the pocket. One player to beat. Gets around him. He's to the 30 and falls forward down inside the 30 at the 27-yard line. First down for the defenders on the scramble by Clayberg. Don't believe that was designed by any means. But Clayberg was able to find a seam up the middle. Made the linebacker miss. And gets inside the 30 for the first down. First and 10 for the defenders at the 27. Send a man in motion. That's Carr. 
Handoff, Skibout, Skibout off the left edge. Skibout picks up four yards on the play. Tackled by the Tigers. And Laskaskis and Castaneda on the tackle for Doan. Doan University with a 6-0 lead. 7.46 left to play, first quarter. Clayberg sends a man in motion left to right. Clayberg turns, hands, gives two. Skibot, Skibot on his feet inside the 15 down near the 10-yard line. And that's another Dort University first down. That's a 12-yard gain on the play for the defenders. First down and go, uh, 10 to go for the defenders at the 12. So Dort has racked up a lot of yards on offense. Unfortunately, nothing to show for it yet on the scoreboard. Clayberg fakes the handoff. He's going to run option to the right, runs out of room, stops, ducks inside, up the sideline, touchdown defenders. Clayberg makes a Doan Tiger miss on the far side. Dante Wiggins unable to stop as Clayberg put the brakes on on the far side. And Noah Clayberg with a 12-yard touchdown run and the defenders with an opportunity to regain the lead. Brett Zachman, 16 of 20 this year on point after tries. He'll kick it out of the hold of Blade Coons. Dort trying to regain, take the lead for the first time this afternoon. Tied up right now, 6-6. Coons gets the snap down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. And Brett Zachman gives Dort a 7-6 lead. 7-6 hour score. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more from Open Space Park right after this. Dort takes a 7-6 lead after the drive that started was set up by a Levi Junkling return into Doan territory. And the defenders will be kicking off Brett Zachman doing the honors. And Zachman kick inside the 10 down to the 5. It's going to be run out by the Tigers. Out to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. And upended at the 20-yard line, the return by Dones. Dante Wiggins, it'll be first down and 10 for the Tigers. We'll see the Tiger offense for the second time this afternoon. They had a one-yard drive, or pardon me, a four-yard one-play drive earlier today. Mino Jones is on the near side, cornerback for the defenders. Nathan Cabango, far side. Abe Stays will come up from a safety spot. He'll match up with the slot receiver. Free safety is Zade Nicholson. Doan, the run, and Mino Jones. Making the tackle of Jermaine Derajine. Short gain on the play. It's going to be second down and seven. So a three-yard pickup on the play, and Jones that time stayed home. And Derajine didn't have any room to work. So he came to the near side. Adam Wasserman, your quarterback for the Tigers. 22 of 51 entering the game through the air. Strength of this team is their running game. Wasserman keeps it himself, and Wasserman up near the first down marker. He's out to the 32-yard line, so a 7-yard gain on the play. It'll be first and 10 for the Tigers at their own 32-yard line. So the Tigers, opportunistic to start the game. Now they trail 7 of 6. Nicholson creeping up on the far side, showing some pressure from the edge. 
Handoff, Dara Jean and Dara Jean still on his feet, and he's driven backwards by a slew of Dort tacklers. Morazic in on the stop. David Kak-Marinski containing the play as well on the far side. It'll be second down and 10. No gain on the play for the Tigers. So second down and 10. So far, the defenders. 122 yards of offense. Just seven points to show for it, though. Wasserman turns, hands, gives to Derjean, and Derjean nothing there as he's brought down immediately. Jessup Leakey on the tackle. Leakey, 6'2", 265 from Independence, Missouri. It's going to be third down and nine. Third and nine, Colton Vandenberg into the game. Also Thomas Makomer. Third down and nine for the Tigers at their own 33. They don't like the third down and long situations. Wasserman back to pass. Vanderberg putting pressure on. Wasserman scrambling. He might get a first down if he gets a block. And he is near the first down marker, and they're going to give it to him at the 43. So first down on the scramble for Wasserman. Wasserman to the 44-yard line. And Wasserman that time creating offense with his feet. So he drops back to pass, and uh, Dort unable to control, uh, contain the edge. Flushing back to the middle of the field, he gets the sideline and more than enough for a first down. So Wasserman, with his team trailing 7-6, has the football, hands it off to Derajine. Derajine, not much there. It's going to be second down and long. Second down and long. Buchelman in on the tackle for the defenders. So Buchelman... Senior defensive lineman from Ripon, California, plugging things up in the middle. He, along with Leakey, are your tackles. Ostenink will swap sides of the field. He'll go over to the far side now. Second down and nine at their own 45. Back to pass Wasserman. Wasserman's pass is deflected and nearly picked off by Nathan Cabongo. Falls incomplete. Intended for Caden Reimers. And that'll bring up third down and nine. 3.46 left to play. First quarter, Dort leading 7-6. Doan facing third down and nine for the second time this afternoon. Last time they were in this situation. Their quarterback, Adam Wasserman, sophomore from Fairbury, Nebraska, was able to scramble for a first down. Two running backs in the backfield along with Wasserman. Wasserman turns. He's going to run option, pitches it to Derajine and Derajine. With the football on the carpet here at Open Space Park. Has to slide and get on top of it. A loss of three on the play. That'll bring up fourth down and 12, and the clock is moving. Nathan Cabongo will get set to receive the punt from Mason Krause. Krause, 27 punts so far this year. Cabongo at his own 25-yard line. The line of scrimmage is set at the 42 End-over-end kick, but this will take a down bounce. It's to the 30, and it'll be downed inside the 30 at the 27-yard line. It's about a 30-yard punt on the play. Dort will take over first down and 10 at their own 27. So the defenders leading 7-6 with a football back, their third possession of the contest. First possession resulted in an interception for the Doan Tigers.
So the defenders, first down and 10 at their own 27. Dort goes with that full house backfield. Clayberg pitches it to Jungling. Jungling to the 30, 35, and dragged down at the 40-yard line. That'll be a 13-yard pickup on the play for Levi Jungling. And that's a first down for the defenders at their own 40. First and 10 for Dort. Busy day on the Dort campus today. A couple of soccer matches being played currently. Men and women flip-flopped with the men playing at noon today. Women at about 2.15. Halftime score looked like Jamestown in control in that men's contest. 4-1 at last check. Clayberg hands it off. This is Sonderman. Sonderman, tough yards in between the tackles. Picks up four on the play. It'll be second down and six. Sonderman is a sophomore. Gets those inside yards, 3.8 yards per carry. Most of them coming after contact. 5'10", 195-pounder from Nampa, Idaho. Picks up four that time. It's second down and six. Lucas Warner on the right shoulder of Clayberg. Pressure up the middle from Doan. Rolling right as Clayberg. Clayberg's pass is complete. Is that Hayden Large over there, the tight end? And Hayden Large, no, it's Jaden Heisman. Jaden Heisman, 6'6", Hayden Large, 6'4". Heisman become a pretty valuable receiver for the defenders. Had a big game last week, averaging nearly 15 yards per catch. Dort facing first down and 10. Clayberg with the football, cuts it inside at the 40, down to the 35-yard line. Picks up seven on the play. And the Dort offensive line starting to move the defensive line for the Tigers, starting to win that battle up front as uh, that line of scrimmage moving immediately. Alex Heisman on the near side, left tackle. Walter Black is your left guard. Mitchell Van Regenmorder, your center. Handoff Sonderman up the middle. And Michael Sonderman spun down at the 26-yard line. A nine-yard pickup on the play for the defenders. And that'll be a first down for the defenders. Right side of the offensive line. Got Patrick Tovar at right guard and Parker Beck starting at right tackle this afternoon. The freshman from Spirit Lake, Iowa. Clayberg turns, hands, gives to Sonderman. Sonderman the ball carrier and Sonderman another four yards on the play. It's going to be second down and six. So Dort softening up the middle of the Doan defense. Defense has been out there for a while, even though they had that brief lead. Didn't help their defense get much of a rest. Hand off Sonderman. Sonderman upended at the 20-yard line down to the 19. It's going to be third down and short. So Sonderman had his legs swept out from under him on that play. This Doan defense starting to show some fatigue. Ten seconds left on the game clock. Now five. Doesn't look like Dort will get another playoff. Three, and that's going to be the end of the first quarter. Our score, Dort 7, Doan 6. Dort with a football at the 19-yard line, facing third down and short when we resume play right after this. This is Dort football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Thank you very much for the stats. The defenders through one quarter of play out, gaining Doan 176-24. Time of possession, Dort with over 10 minutes. Doan right around 4 minutes. 
Noah Clayberg, 47 yards on the ground, 6 of 8 passing. He threw his second interception of the season. Jaden Heisman, a pair of catches for the defenders and 29 yards. That's your quick overview of the numbers after one quarter of play. Third down and short for the defenders. Carter Skibot is in the backfield along with Clayberg. Two receivers to the near side, Heisman and Jungling. Jungling's in the slot. Far side, you've got Ben Hubelhorst. Haven't heard from Ben yet. Clayberg takes a shot over the top. Passes into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. Levi Jungling with the catch going over the top of his defensive player. 19-yard touchdown catch. And the defenders... Take a 13-6 lead pending the point after try on the way for Brett Zachman. So Zachman, sophomore from Leesburg, Florida, had a great year last year. A couple of uncharacteristic misses early this season. Seems to be settling into a groove. He's 4-4 on field goals. This is a point after try, and that one's blocked. Point after try is blocked. Doan will recover it in the end zone. And just as I say, he's finding his groove. The Doan player came in from the edge, untouched, blocks it away, and the Doan Tigers limit Dort to just six. Point after try, no good. We've we've played one play into the second quarter. Dort leads 13-6, back with more in a moment. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. The defenders take advantage on their third possession of the football game. They lead it 13-6, to and you take away that one miscue, and the defenders are in firm control of this. As it is, that's not the way it works. And the Doan Tigers hanging around, trailing 13-6. to Zachman, end-over-end kick. That'll be taken at the 10, out to the 15, to the 20, to the 25. Reversing field to the 30, and brought down after the... 30-yard return for the Tigers. It's Cole Essex. Essex, 5'9", 160-pounder from Donovan, Nebraska, on that return. And it'll be first down and 10 for the Tigers at their own 32. Dort leading 13-6, 14-48 left to play, first half. Wasserman. Turns, hands, gives to Derjean, and Derjean just up to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. It'll be second down and 10. So Derjean gets the bulk of the carries for the Tigers. 5'10", 210-pounder, he's from Florida. Entered the game with 55 rushing attempts, averaging 6.1 yards per carry. He's got three touchdowns now after scoring the first touchdown of the day for the Tigers. Wasserman's going to run option. Might have been a hold on the far side. No flag comes out. Upended. Placide with the tackle. Wasserman on the carry. It's going to bring up third down and two. Third and two. Dort leading 13 to six. So third down and two coming for the Tigers at their own 40-yard line. Wasserman's going to run option to the near side, and Wasserman stopped short of the first down by a yard at his own 41-yard line, and decision time now for the Doan Tigers, facing fourth down and one at their own 41, 
And the way this has played out, well, this surprises me just a little bit. I would have thought maybe you take your chances. You keep the football away from the defenders in their offense and instead try to keep this drive moving. Instead, they'll play for field position. Maybe you have to be conscious of the fake here as well. Punting is Mason Krause. Krause gets it, steps into it. High spiraling kick taken by Cabongo at his own 25-yard line. He calls for the fair catch. It'll be first and 10 for the defenders at their own 25. So the Dort defense does their job. They stop the drive on third down and two. Surrender just one yard. Force the Tigers to punt. And now the Dort offense will have the football back with 13.08 left to play in the first quarter and leading 13-6. to Anthony Trojan is in the backfield for the defenders along with Carter Skibout. On the near side, jungling in the slot. Clayberg fakes the handoff. He's going to roll right, plants, throws, takes a shot over the middle. Pass is complete to jungling. And jungling brought down in Doan territory at the 46-yard line. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at the 46. Clayberg completes the pass to Jungling. Jungling will now take a break. Carr is in the slot to the near side. Dort going up tempo again, trying to take advantage of the Doan defense that has been on the field a long time. Carter Skibout up the middle. He's to the 40-yard line. A gain of seven on the play. It'll be second down and three. Second and three for the defenders. Dort wastes no time after getting the football set. Clayberg... Looking to his right, gets the snap, passes it, complete to Heisman. First down for the defenders inside the 35 down to the 32-yard line. First down for the defenders in Doan territory at the 33. Clayberg back on, uh, pardon me, jungling back on the field now. Clayberg looks to the sideline. Hands it off, Skibout, Skibout dodging tacklers and Skibout... Inside the 30, down to the 27-yard line. So a gain of six on the play. It's going to be second down and four. Second and four. So Dort moving the football well this afternoon. Doan defense, and we have movement on the right side of the Doan defensive line. Alex Heisman, the left tackle, comes out of his stance. I think this is going to be against the Tigers. So offsides against Doan. Five-yard penalty, and that's a free first down for the defenders. It'll be first and ten for the defenders at the 22. Dort's offense. Some of the offensive linemen taking a look down there. Parker Beck huffing and puffing on the right side. Say that the Doan defense has been out on the field a long time. The Dort offense as well. It's offensive linemen. Been getting a workout today. Dort has controlled the football and the clock. They lead 13-6. to They're in Doan territory. Here's Skibout. Skibout falling forward. Picks up maybe two on the play. It's going to be second down and eight. That time he simply follows the left side of the line. Walter Black and... Mitchell Van Regenmorder plowing the way for Skibot. Handoff to Skibot again, weaving his way forward. Doesn't go down easily. He's inside the 15, down to the 10-yard line. A gain of 10 on the play for Skibot. 
And the defenders have another first down. And it'll be first down and goal to go at the 10 with 10.53 and counting remaining. First half of play, Dort up a score. Clayberg. Now Dort goes with that heavy lineup. Couple of tight ends. Handoff. Charlie Young. Young inside the five, down to the three yard line. A seven yard gain on the play for Charlie. And Charlie Young. 6'1", 210-pound senior from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Charlie, always good enough to get into the game, just hasn't been able to crack the depth chart in terms of the first two. Noah Clayberg, three-yard gain on the play, touchdown defenders, and the Dort defenders take a 19-6 lead pending the point after try. Dort is up 19-6. Defenders move down the field. And they get the scoring play on a Noah Clayberg. Dive into the end zone. Zachman on to attempt the point after. Snap is down. Kick is up by Zachman. And the kick is good. And Zachman splits the uprights. And the defenders lead 20-6. to 20-6 to our score. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more from Open Space Park in a moment. 20-6, defenders leading by 14. Zachman, the kickoff. And it is taken again by Essex. Essex has a a seam. He's up to the 25-yard line and stopped at the 30 and making the tackle for the defenders. Double check and make sure. I believe that's Drew Dom. Dom, backup linebacker from McCook, Nebraska. On the tackle. It'll be first down and 10 for the Tigers at their own 30-yard line. So the field position has not been bad for Doan to start with. Doan University trailing 20-6. to Wasserman sends Meyer in motion. Now Meyer behind Wasserman. They're going to run an option pitch over to Meyer. Meyer, the ball carrier, and Meyer brought down immediately by Jones. Mino Jones on the tackle. Second down and 10. So no gain on the play. Second down and 10. Wasserman surveys the defense. Gets the snap. Hands it off. This is Jacoby White. And White nothing there. And as this game continues, things getting more challenging for the Tigers. Loss of five on the play. It's going to be third down and 15. Well, they'll give him forward progress to the 26-yard line. So loss of four on the play. It'll be third down and 14. Third and 14. Tigers. Critical moment here for them. See if they can sustain a drive. Jacoby White in the backfield along with Wasserman. Wasserman back to pass. Wasserman looking under pressure. And he's going to be chased down from behind. Quinton Murphy making the quarterback sack. It's a big loss on the play of 10 yards. And it'll be third down and 20, uh, pardon me, fourth down and 25. So the defenders should get the ball in pretty good field position here. We'll see if Mason Krause is able to one cork one. 
He's got a 52-yard best. Not a very windy day, though, today. His heels are on the goal line. Line of scrimmage is the 15. Gets this one up into the wind. Kabongo will call for a fair catch at the 45-yard line. And that is where Dort will start in Dome territory. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Coming up at halftime, our Where Are They Now segment. And we'll be talking to former Dort cross-country coach turned admissions, or director of admissions, Greg Van Dyke, at halftime. First down and 10 for the defenders at the Doan 44-yard line. Clayberg moves Hayden Large from the left side of the line to the right. Hand off to Sonderman. No, Sonderman, they faked it, gave it to Large instead. Hayden Large still on his feet, fighting forward. Maybe picks up eight on the play. It's going to be second down and two. Second down and two. Football at the 36-yard line. Well, we had a few rays of sunshine as the game began. Now turning overcast. Second down and two. Clayberg has jungling in motion. Clayberg turns, hands, gives to Sonderman. Sonderman stood up at the line of scrimmage. Then on the second effort, gets a first down to the 34-yard line. We're approaching the midpoint of the second quarter. The defenders with a 26 lead. And if not for that near pick six that ended up resulting in six on the ensuing play, the defenders in total control of this one. Clayberg runs into his own blocker. Then gains another seven. Don't know if that counts for yards after contact or not. But he picked up two or three yards after running, I believe, into, I think that was Sonderman. It's going to be second down and five. Second and five for Clayberg and the defenders. So a five-yard pickup on the play for Noah. Noah turns, fakes the handoff, passes complete to large. Large inside the 20, down to the... 19-yard line, make that the 17. So gain of 12 on the play. On the pass completion to Large, Large out of Michigan. Missed most of his high school senior season last year with a knee injury. Has had an impactful start to the defender year here in game number five. Clayberg, running option, keeps it himself, finds a seam. He's inside the 15, down to the 11-yard line. Clayberg. Five-yard gain on the play. Noah came into the ball game, averaging 7.8 yards per rush, probably right around that average so far today. Full house backfield for the defenders. Jungling on the right shoulder. They hand it off to the tailback, and that's Sonderman. Sonderman inside the 10 down to the 7-yard line. And this Doan defense just looking more and more fatigued as the afternoon wears on. They have been on the field a long time, and that's an understatement. Dort nearly 2-1 to in terms of the offensive possession time. Dort also nearing 300 yards of total offense here in the first half. Dort leading 20-6. to Clayberg going to run option. And he is brought down. Dante Wiggins taking the angle away, taking the direct 
path to Clayberg. Looked like Dort had the numbers, and then that option play. Doan actually defended that option very well to the far side, and it was Wiggins makes the tackle. It's going to be second down and eight. Second and eight, empty out the backfield. Large and jungling are to the near side. They'll go to the far side, Heelvelhorst. Heelvelhorst, hand fight in the end zone, falls incomplete. It'll be third down. Damon Brown breaking up that pass. Brown also with the interception earlier today. Probably a reason why the defenders have not been throwing to Heelvelhorst much. Brown taking care of that side of the field. Rest of the Dort receivers, though, pretty good day so far. Jungling three catches, Heisman three catches, large a pair of catches. It's third down and goal to go at the eight. Handoff, Sonderman, Sonderman, second effort, falling forward. Did he get in there? No. They're going to mark him just shy of the end zone. It's going to be fourth down and goal to go inside the one. Dort will go with a heavy lineup. You bring Warner in from the sideline. Also onto the field for the defenders. Number 82, that's Caleb Sharp. Sharp, 230-pound tight end. Clayberg sends a man in motion. Fakes the handoff, Heuvel Horse. Clayberg, second effort into the end zone. The ball broke the plane. Touchdown, defenders. Watching the headlinesman, he gave the signal first. 26-6, Dort leads, pending another point after try. 26-6. to six. Defenders with a point after try on the way. Talking to those who run the cannon when that comes on the scores. They always hesitate just a little bit, wait for that signal, especially when it's on the far side. Cannon went off, though. They saw the same thing I did from the head linesman. The referee comes over to midfield to make it official. Now Zachman on the point after try. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is through the uprights. Zachman has now converted three of his four tries, and with 4.27 left to play in the first half, the defenders own a 27-6 lead. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more after this. Brett Zachman's kickoff is into the end zone. That'll be a touchback, and the defenders will take, oh, pardon me, the Tigers will take over first down and 10 at their own 25. And for the Doan Tigers, if nothing else, they need to take some time off of the clock. They need to keep their defense on the sideline and just try to get something positive going here into halftime. Dort has owned the first half, 27-6, and if not for... That interception and nearly a pick six. Not many highlights for the Doan Tigers thus far this afternoon. Back to pass, Wasserman. Wasserman's pass broken up, hit immediately. That was Nathan Cabongo knocking it away as the ball arrived. At the waiting hands of Brent Myers, he's unable to hang on to it. It'll be second down and ten. Second and ten, clock stops on the incomplete pass. 4.23 remaining, first half. Wasserman hands it off. White, White picks up five on the play before he's stopped. David Kakmarinski and Nicholson on the tackle. It'll be third down 
and five. Let's see if the defense for Dort can get off the field. It'll be third down and five. Colin Ostenink checking into the game along with Thomas Makeomer. Makeomer, defensive tackle. Brayton Van Kickerick's coming up, showing pressure as well. Linebacker creeping up to the line of scrimmage. Wasserman keeps it, and he's going to pick up a first down. Josh Morazic in to finish him off. Also on the tackle, Jalen Placide. Colin Ostenek in the neighborhood as well. That's enough for a Doan first down at their own 38-yard line. 3.30 and counting, first half. A fast-moving first half of play. Clock has not stopped much this afternoon. Wasserman has White in the backfield with him, hands it off to White. White misdirection, and he is wrapped up. Football comes out. I believe they're going to rule him down. Brayton Van Kickerick's on the tackle. No gain on the play, and the official from the far side comes in emphatically saying the play was dead. It'll be second down and 10. So credit Van Kickerick's on the tackle. Second down and 10. Tigers with it at their own 39-yard line. 255 and counting, first half. Wasserman, 0 for 2 passing this afternoon. Wasserman hands it off. No, keeps it himself. He's going to run on the left side. Design keeper for Wasserman. And Wasserman carries it into Dort territory down to the 49-yard line. That's about an 11-yard gain. Mike, that a 13-yard gain on the play, but there is a flag at the 46. Judging by the location of this, it's probably coming back. So a personal foul against the defenders. I thought there might be a hold over here on the near side instead of face-masking penalty, and that'll be added to the end of the uh, play. And the Tigers now have it. First down and 10 from the 49. That brings it all the way down to the 34. So now the Dort defense, some work to do with 2.41 left to go in the half. And the Doan Tigers, well, this might play out as well as it could for them. Remember, they will get the football first when the second half begins. Back to pass Wasserman. Wasserman's pass to the 30. And ducking out of bounds at the 27-yard line. Clock stops on the completed pass. As he ducks out of bounds on the far side, Caden Reimers on that reception. And that will bring up second down and three. A seven-yard gain on the play. 2.30 left to play in the first half. Dort's defense trying to make one more stop here in the first half of play. This is by far the best drive for the Tigers so far. In terms of yards and hanging on to the football, extending the drive. Wasserman on the carry. He's to the 21-yard line. That's a six-yard pickup on the play. And that will set up first down and 10 for the Tigers at the 20. Under two minutes to go in the first half. Wasserman, pretty tough to bring down, 6-1, it's going to roll left. Plants cut off there by Kak Marinsky and tripped up in the backfield by Brayton Van Kickericks. Van Kickericks makes the tackle. That's a loss of eight on the play. And the Dort defense 
They're going to call a timeout. Second down and 17 with 140 remaining in the first half. So Van Kickerix blows up that play, gets a quarterback sack and a tackle for a loss. Van Kickerix, 5'11", 200-pounder from Rock Valley, he's a sophomore. That's at least his fifth tackle for a loss this year. His second quarterback sack. Van Kickerix always seems to be around the football. And the defenders... Use a timeout. They've got one, re- uh, pardon me, they've got two remaining. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. This broadcast of Defender Athletics on. You're listening to KDCR, Sioux Center, 88.5. Hand off. And that's White. White picks up maybe three on the play, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Dort, will they exhaust another timeout? They're trying to preserve the clock here. Third down and 13 for the Tigers. It'll be decision time. This would be a 42-yard field goal attempt. We've got some time to talk it over. Jeremy Henning has a long of 41 this year. One for four on field goals, though, and there's a timeout on the field. Back with more after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Well, beg your pardon. It's now third down. The down down marker on the far side. I either caught it late. I thought it went from third to fourth down, but it's now third down. Third and 14 verified against the scoreboard. That's what they have as well. Third and 14, Wasserman. Dort's down to one timeout remaining. Wasserman in the backfield with White. Back to pass is Wasserman. Wasserman under pressure. Ostenink. And Kak Marinsky get there. Quarterback sacked by the defenders. And the Dort defenders will call their final timeout of the first half. Football is at the 30-yard line. So that uh, field goal attempt that we talked about possibly for the Tigers just got more difficult. This would be a 47-yard field goal attempt. They're facing fourth down and 20 from the 30. When we resume play right after this, this is Dort football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. It's fourth down and 20 for the Tigers. Dort's now out of timeouts. There's 129 left to play in the first quarter, in the first half, that is. Wasserman, your quarterback for the Tigers, fourth down and 20. Fake the handoff. He's pressured and he's going to be brought down. That's a big loss on the play. And Wasserman is brought down, and that played out about as badly as it could for the Tigers. End up losing 15 yards on the play. And it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at the Tiger 45-yard line. And by the time this one's all said and done in the first half, it appears to me that Owen Tigers will probably have negative offensive yardage. Well, probably not. They had enough on that drive to get them far enough on the positive side of the ledger, but uh, they go 15 yards the wrong way and turn it over on downs at the 43-yard line. So 13-yard loss on the play. Here's Clayberg barking signals. He's going to roll right. Clayberg plants, throws, pass complete to Jungling, and Jungling is forced out of bounds at the Doan 43-yard uh, line. It's another first down for the defenders in Doan territory. 
First down and 10 at the 43. They run a man in motion out of the backfield. Clayberg under pressure. He's going to be driven down at the 39-yard line. So a gain of four on the play for Clayberg. We're nearing a minute left to go in the half. First, uh, pardon me, second down and seven for the defenders at the 40. Clayberg back to pass. He's going to take a shot over the top, give Jungling a chance, and the ball is batted into the air incomplete. Broken up by the Tigers, Cedric Gooch. And it'll be third down and seven. Third and seven for the defenders at the 40-yard line. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Eli Bolden into the contest for Dort. Wide receiver. They'll swing jungling over to the far side. All likelihood, Dort in four-down territory here. 52 seconds remaining. Dort is out of timeouts. Back to pass is Clayberg. Clayberg steps up in the pocket. Pass is tipped into the air. Incomplete intended for Hubelhorst. And it'll bring up fourth down and seven. Fourth and seven for the defenders at the 40. And the defenders will punt from the 40. And Noah Clayberg will stay on the field and he will punt. Blade Coons punted once last week. But Clayberg will resume the punting duties. 12 punts so far this season, averaging nearly 40 yards per punt. Doesn't want a 40-yarder here, though. That'll result in just a net of 20 yards. Try to pin it into the corner. Rugby-style kick. Takes a bounce at the 20. Inside the 5 and downed by Nathan Cabongo. Inside the 10. Down at the 1. So a 39-yard punt for Clayberg. That's right at his season average of 39.7. And the Tigers will take over first down and 10. Deep in their own territory with 39 seconds remaining. They're just simply trying to survive the first half and get to the locker room. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Dort is out of timeouts. Doan has all three of their timeouts remaining. Wasserman is under center. Doan will just simply try to get out from the shadow of their goalpost. Wasserman straight up the middle, picks up a couple on the play. It'll be second down and eight, and Doan might be happy to just let the clock run out. Play clock has not started running yet. There's less than 30 seconds left to go in the half, and I think Doan's just going to let things run out here. We're going to get to the locker room with our score. Dort 27, Doan 6. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with our Where Are They Now segment. We'll also check in with our scoreboard at halftime, the Fairway Foods scoreboard. You're listening to KDCR. Back with our Where Are They Now segment right after this. I'm Christian Zylstra, and welcome into another edition of Where Are They Now? here on KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. 
Where the Now is made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. Our guest today on Aware They Now is the current Director of Admissions at Dort University. He was involved with cross country and track and field as a student. He's helped coach track and field, and he's even been the head coach for men's and women's cross country at Dort. Defender Days is technically canceled, but we're still celebrating the spirit of Defender Days. So joining us, our featured guest on Aware They Now today is Dort University Director of Admissions, Greg Van Dyke. Greg, obviously appreciate your time. Thanks for stopping by KDCR. And I want to rewind back to before you first stepped on campus as a student at Dort. And for those who don't know your background, where did you grow up and how were you first introduced to Dort? Yeah, so I grew up in Sheldon, Iowa, and a family of uh, four siblings, three sisters, one brother, and uh, went to Sheldon Christian and then went on to uh, Unity Christian in Orange City. And uh, yeah, as a student there, uh, involved in a number of different things, actually started running cross country my sophomore year, and then throughout the uh, next three years, ran cross country, participated in that. And when I was looking at colleges, Looked at uh, pretty much one school, Dort, and back then there were, we had 80-some kids from our class come to Dort, and so a bunch of us came and met with a cross-country coach a few times, came to a few meets, Coach Ross Goheen, and I knew I wanted to study history education, and so decided to uh, pursue that at Dort. You mentioned history education. Did you have a specific intention of what you wanted to do career-wise when you first went to Dort? Obviously, then that would have impacted kind of the, the direction you wanted to study things as a student. Yeah, for sure. I had a couple of history teachers that I loved in high school, Mr. Bimers and Mr. Igneris, and then also my cross-country coach, Mr. Barry Miedema. I uh, loved him, and that really kind of solidified in me that, hey, I wanted a major in history education and coach cross-country. And uh, Dort had a great education program. My Actually, my parents uh, both went to Dort and uh, graduated. Hit My dad was history education as well, interestingly. And uh, and so I wanted to pursue that, and that's what, uh, what led me to Dort, and that I could be able to continue running cross-country and track as well. Hey, you were a competitive runner at Dort. When did running become a passion of yours? Yeah, that's a very good question. In high school, actually in eighth grade and my freshman year of high school, I was a little overweight. Uh, I enjoyed athletics as a kid. I was more into basketball, soccer, baseball, and then didn't play uh, uh, any sports my eighth grade year and freshman year of high school. And then my brother was on the cross-country team, and he was two years older than me, uh, was pretty successful, was on the varsity team. And then at that time at Unity, they had a 100-mile club. So if you ran 100 miles over the summertime, uh, then you get this T-shirt. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give that a try. Uh, and so between my freshman year and sophomore year of high school, decided to uh, put in those 100 miles, came back, and I still remember uh, Mr. Miedema on the first day of practice. He asked me, well, who is this guy? Because, yeah, I had obviously grown a couple inches, lost a little weight, and, uh, and started running. Definitely enjoyed the team aspect, ran JV most of the year, uh, my sophomore year, and then uh, actually worked up to varsity, uh, ran varsity for districts and states, and was able to have that experience, and loved it ever since, and just kept on trying training and progressively, uh, yeah, getting faster. Well, when you look at, you know, how far you've come with running and the role it's played in your life, it's a good thing younger you didn't know it would have been cheaper just to buy a shirt or, or pay someone <laughs> to recreate it. But you graduated from Dort as a member of the class of 2002. When you think back to your years as a student and an athlete, what sticks out to you most? Is there one overarching theme or a few moments where when you just think about your time in college, that's what comes to mind? 
Yeah, I would say the biggest thing was amazing teammates. Going from high school to the college level was definitely a jump up in uh, the amount of mileage we ran and the competitiveness, but had some awesome upperclassmen that enfold you in right away as a freshman and help you, but also challenge you. I still remember, you know, in high school, we'd run 25 miles a week and college, you run a lot more miles than that. And so that was a huge adjustment for me. And so going from a four mile long run to a 10 to 12 mile long run was a, was a big adjustment. Um, but it was those teammates that really got you through and were there to support you and guide you. And so that was really cool to see that as a freshman and sophomore to have that and then kind of move into more of a captain leadership role, junior and senior year here at Dort. And you've served at Dort in a variety of roles after you graduated, what drew you back to Dort? Yeah, so when I graduated, I was looking for teaching jobs, but I just wasn't sure if I felt called in that direction at that time. And so I ended up moving to uh, to Arizona with a friend of mine from October to May during the winter months. So we got out of the winter, and uh, so that was nice, but uh, definitely missed uh, Northwest Iowa, the community. So moved back to Sioux Center and uh, started working for my dad. He's a general contractor, so doing construction work. Uh, and then Sign Alton approached me and said, we have an opening for an assistant track coach, and would you be interested? And so I started coaching two days a week and joined practice and a few meets here and there and enjoyed that experience. Uh, and then that spring, there was an admissions counselor opening. And I had some friends in the admissions office, and I said, hey, what do you think? Should I apply for this job or not? And I did and uh, got it and started in the fall as an admissions counselor and have been here since, uh, since 2004. Now, you've served in a variety of roles in athletics and admissions, you know, from admissions counselor all all the way to director of admissions. You've been an assistant coach. You've been a head coach with the cross-country programs. What are just kind of some of the biggest lessons you've learned, whether it's about the institution or whether it's, you know, just being a, a professional in the role of higher education? Yeah, it has been an amazing ride, and I've just really seen God's hand in everything that I've gone through here at Dortz and uh, the experience that I've had uh, coming in, you know, just out of college and needing to learn a lot. I really appreciated the mentorship of the coaches who preceded me uh, and also Dort's willingness to help you grow. And so investing in you through going to conferences and learning about the sport yeah, I was I was an average runner. I wasn't a great runner. And so I needed to, to learn a lot. And I really appreciated how Dort uh, helped me in that area. So we started coaching head coach, moved into the head coaching of cross country in 2006, I believe. And uh, it's just been fun. The part that I love the most were the athletes and the, uh, the people that you get to meet. Unfortunately, Defender Days this year is canceled due to COVID-19. A lot of the events in in some way or another are still going on, but when things are normal, I guess, in air quotes, what does Defender Days mean to you? What does it say to you about Dort University and about its community as you see 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 people in a typical year come back to Dort and, and celebrate and remember all in one weekend? Yeah, I think for me the biggest thing is the parents that come back and they get to see how much their son or daughter has grown. And so I love having those conversations when 
you know, we typically have Friday visit day that weekend. And uh, when a parent stops me on the sidewalk and said, you know, from Michigan, it's like, oh, my, my son is thriving here and he's growing in so many different ways, you know, in his relationship with the Lord, uh, in his classes, the friendships that he made and just how much he loves it here as, you know, a coach, but also probably more so as director of admissions to hear how Dort is impacting our students uh, on a daily basis, I think is uh, just so fun to hear. And I think that's one thing that I loved the most about coaching was getting to know the athletes. I'm a very competitive person, and so I really enjoyed that side of it as well. But at the end of the day, getting to know the athletes on the team and being able to hopefully be a role model in their life and to help guide and direct them and where God's calling them to be, for me, that was uh, my greatest joy as a coach. Adore has played a big role in your life and obviously has stretched into a number of other areas. It's not all about Dort in your life, though. You, you do have an awesome family. What have just been some of your biggest life highlights? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, looking back, coaching actually brought my wife and I together. So she uh, started here as an assistant coach as well. We coached with each other for a number of years. Knew we liked each other. And uh, yeah, and that developed into a relationship and married now for uh, just over 10 years. And uh, two beautiful daughters just in seventh grade and third grade, Jada and Poppy and my wife, Laura Lynn. And it's just so much fun to have, have that family and to be able to love each other. When we talk about the role of athletics, you know, we see it play different roles in our lives, obviously. What's the role of athletics for you in your life today? Yeah, I still really enjoy connecting with the coaches. I love watching all the Dort athletic games, uh, whether it's volleyball, football, and yeah, of course, when, when there's a cross-country meet, uh, especially on campus, I love being there and being able to run around and, uh, and cheer on the team. And so for me, for athletics, you know, with my kids, um, it's fun watching them be involved in athletics now, watching my seventh grader play volleyball in AAU and now at uh, Sioux Center Christian. My younger daughter, Poppy, she'll probably be the, uh, the cross-country runner in the group because she's a bit stubborn. She has a lot of energy. And so fun to see that, see my kids being involved with that. But uh, yeah, still love watching the game, but uh, also just seeing how this the students who are still here and how, what a transformational experience that they're having, whether that's cross-country or track or any other sport here at Dort, it truly is a transformational experience. And uh, I love hearing uh, the athlete stories and getting to know them still. That was Dort University Director of Admissions, Greg Van Dyke, joining us as our featured guest for today's episode of Where Are They Now? Where They Now is made possible on KDCR by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hall Lake, now mutual member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. That is going to do it for this edition of Where Are They Now? Thanks again to Greg Van Dyke for joining us on the program. You're listening to KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. We'll get back out to Mike Biker with more Defender Athletics action here on KDCR right after this quick break. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. Here are your numbers from the first half. The Defenders leading by a score of 27-6. to Dort has 326 yards of offense, Dome 34. Time of possession, Dort with uh, over what, right at 17 time, 17 minutes. Doan uh, under 12. The defenders, Noah Clayberg, 12 of 17 passing, 151 yards, four completions to Levi Jungling, 
for 67 yards. Jaden Heisman, three catches for 36 yards. Hayden Large, two for 19. Lucas Warner, one for 18. Clayberg, 11 carries, 64 yards. Carter Skibot, seven for 40. Michael Sonderman, eight for 32. For the Tigers, Adam Wasserman, one of three passing for seven yards. That completion to Caden Reimers. Adam Wasserman, 12 of 16 passing for 11 yards. Uh, pardon me, and uh, he has a long of 11. Uh, beg your pardon, he is 12 rushes for 16 yards. He has a long of 11. Jacoby White, 5 for 8 yards. Dort with 151 yards in the air, 175 rushing. Doan, 27 rushing and 7 passing. Let's also take a look at your... Fairway Meat and Grocery scoreboard update. Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center. Best and fresh. Serving the community since 1991. At or near halftime, Midland leads Dakota Wesleyan 29-7. Morningside shutting out Jamestown on the road 34-0. Northwestern a 13-0 lead over Concordia at halftime. And Dort leads Doan in the game you're listening to or watching 27-6. So Doan will have the football to start the second half of play. They'll be receiving the kickoff. And the Dort defenders send Brett, Zach, Brett Zachman, that is, out to kickoff. Zachman's kick is taken at the five-yard line. Out to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. And not much there for the Doan Tigers and their special teams. May want to consider a fair catch on the return. They have not had much good. I mean, they've not gotten great field position. Hasn't been bad, but hasn't been great. Fair catch inside the 20. They can have it at the 25-yard line. As it is, it'll be known football first down and 10. At their own 20-yard line. Tigers trailing 27-6. to Wasserman in at quarterback for the Tigers. Tigers in their white jerseys. They're moving from right to left or from south to north. And handoff up the middle, and there's nothing there for the Tigers. And Jacoby White, it'll be second down and 11. So a loss of one on the play. Defenders leading 27-6. to Tigers getting on the scoreboard first with that short touchdown drive after an interception. Since then, Dort... Four scores in a row, then ended the half by punting on their last possession. Hand off right side, Derajean, Derajean. Positive yards out near the 25-yard line. They're going to mark him out of bounds. After a gain of six on the play, it's going to be third down and five at the 25. They need the 30 for a first down. Thomas Maycomer is in the contest. Colton Vandenberg also comes in. Trotting to the sideline, Jessup Leakey. And Jake Buchelman. Third down and five for the Tigers. Jacoby White to the left of Wasserman. Derajean to the right. Hand off to White. No, keeping it is Wasserman. And Wasserman stood up immediately at the line of scrimmage. Short gain on the play. It's going to be fourth down. And the Tigers will be forced to punt. Mason Kraus on to punt. Defenders leading 27-6. Nathan Cabongo will 
Stake out his territory at his own 42-yard line. Line of scrimmage is the 26. Kraus, 36.5 yards per punt. Line drive kick taken by Cabongo at the 40. To the 45, 50, and into Doan territory before he's brought down at the 46-yard line. So a net of 20 on the punt. And the defenders will take over first down and 10 at the Doan 46. 27-6 defenders. They've gone to this, what I call, full house backfield. They've got running backs to the right and left of Clayberg, and then a tailback. Clayberg's going to run option, has Junkling to his left, ducks inside, picks up four on the play. It's going to be second down and six. Second and six after the carry by Clayberg. Clayberg went over 100 yards rushing and passing last week. Earned Great Plains Athletic Conference Player of the Week honors last week for his efforts in the first half against the Jamestown Jimmies. Back to passes Clayberg. Clayberg plants, throws against the grain. Pass incomplete intended for Carter Skibout. At the 15-yard line, that'll set up third down and five at the Dome, 41. Third and five. Coming up at 4 o'clock this afternoon, Dort Volleyball as the Tigers take on the defenders. That's Doan against Dort again. That's at the DeWitt Gym. This was to have been defender days or homecoming, but due to COVID... The special Defender Days activities canceled this year. Athletic competitions on as scheduled, though. Pass complete over to Jungling. No gain on the play. It's going to be fourth down and five at the 41. Fourth and five for the Defenders. Dort will punt. Leading 27 to 6. And Clayberg will be punting, I say the 46, the 41. Fourth down and five. Clayberg gets the snap, puts his foot into it, end over end kick. That'll bounce into the end zone. Touchback for the Tigers. And it'll be first down and 10 for the Tigers at their own 20-yard line. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Next week, Dort on the road facing Concordia. And then back at home to face Morningside. Four games remaining on the Dort schedule after today. Wasserman keeps it himself. Able to get pickup of about eight on the play. Got away from Jalen Placide. And finally corralled as Placide sent it back to the middle of the field. Jessup Leakey makes the tackle. It's second down and one. Gain of nine on the play for Wasserman. Wasserman averaging 4.5 yards per carry coming into the game. Been held below that average today. Wasserman fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, picks up a first down. 
It'll be first down and 10 for the Tigers at the 31-yard line. They'll set the sticks. Clock stops momentarily. Well, the play clock, pardon me, the uh, play clock stops. Now they'll get that running. Game clock at 10.54 right now. Dort leading 27-6. Doan, they're in no hurry right now, trying to shorten up the game. Their best chance really was at the end of the first half if they somehow could have scored and then had the first possession of the second half, but were unable to uh, get that to play out and ended up turning it over on downs near the end of the first half. Carey, far side, Derrigin, Jermaine Derrigin, brought down. And Abe stays on the tackle. Gain of three, it's going to be second and seven. Second and seven. Dort leading 27 to six. Back to pass, Wasserman, Wasserman, in trouble, and throws it away. Pass falls incomplete, it'll be third down. Clock stops on the incomplete pass, the Dort fans, a little antsy, wanted a holding penalty. I think they saw the same thing I did with Brayton and Kickericks putting pressure on, and uh, looked like one of the offensive linemen for the Tigers had his arm draped around and Kickericks. It's going to bring up third down and seven for the Tigers. Clock stops momentarily. 9.57 left to go, third quarter. Movement. Free play for the Tigers. Nope, no flag on the play. Under pressure, and the ball is stripped. It's still loose, and it's going to be covered by the Tigers. Now four defenders on it. I don't think Dort was able to get it back. I think the Doan Tigers... We're able to get back on top of it. Offensive lineman fell on top of it for the Tigers. And Tyler Cunningham got on top of it. Loss of yardage on the play, though, as the fumble was forced. Colin Ostenink, who got to it, stripped the quarterback. Football came out, and Tigers end up losing significant yards on the play. Line of scrimmage is now the 21-yard line. Kicking again will be Mason Kraus. Kraus. A lot of hang time, but not a lot of yardage. Going to go out of bounds at the 46. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at the 46-yard line. Nine minutes and three seconds left to go in the third quarter. Dort leading 27-6. And so far, it appears both teams... Not taking any real chances on offense. Keeping it pretty close to the vest. Dort leading 27-6. They were forced to punt on their first possession in the second half. Lucas Warner. Out of the backfield. Pass complete to Lucas. And Lucas right at the first down sticks. Looks like a 10-yard pickup on the play for... Warner, shy of the first down by less than a yard. It'll be second down and short. Second and short for the defenders. Hubelhorst is to the far side of the field. Hand off Sonderman. Sonderman, the ball carrier, to the 30. He's inside the 30 down to the 28-yard line. More than enough for a first down. 
Line of scrimmage was the 37, so a nine-yard gain on the play for Sonderman. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 28. Clayberg rolling right, has room, dumps it underneath to jungling, jungling. Eight-yard pickup on the play. It'll be second down and two. Second down and two for the defenders. Over on the soccer field, the Dort men lose by a final of 4-2 to two to the Jamestown Jimmies. Women getting underway currently. And that is still scoreless in the first half of play. Sonderman in the backfield with Clayberg handoff Sonderman. Sonderman, the sophomore, spins and is brought down. Gain of five on the play, down to the 15. And it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at the 15-yard line. Dort in control of this, leading 27-6. Starting to chew up clock. Clayberg fakes the handoff. Plants under pressure, scrambling. Still on his feet, and he'll be forced out of bounds. And we've got a flag that comes in at the end of the play. Certainly looked like Cedric Gooch tried to hold up, and he did. Did not hit Clayberg nearly as hard as he could have, but Clayberg was out of bounds by a good step. And that's going to be a late hit against the Tigers from my vantage point. So half to the distance to the goal line. That'll take it from the 15 down to around the 7. And the defenders will have it first down and goal to go. We'll call it the 8-yard line. First and goal to go for the defenders leading 27-6. to Play clock is at 23 seconds. Clock is running. 7.15 left to play in the third. Back to pass is Clayberg. Clayberg throws back shoulder intended for junkling. Incomplete. It'll be second down. And goal to go. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Last night, the Dort volleyball team victorious over Hastings. Three sets to one. So the defenders, when they face Doan this afternoon at 4 o'clock, trying to make it two in a row in the conference. Trying to move two games above 500 as well. Play clock is at 15. Dort with... Time to look to the sideline. They empty out the backfield. Jungling is to the right. Warner and Large lining up left along with Hevelhorst. Back to pass is Clayberg. We've got a flag on the play as well. And and uh, Clayberg scrambles out of bounds at the 10. And it'll be third down and goal to go depending on this call. Well, it'll still be goal to go no matter what. Looks like it's going to go against the defenders. Waiting for the indication from our official. Procedure penalty against the defenders. Penalty is declined. They'll take the play instead. It'll be third down and goal to go at the 13. Defenders did not have enough players at the line of scrimmage. 
Clayberg. As Sonderman to his right. Fakes the handoff. He's in trouble. Dragged down from behind. And that's going to bring up fourth down and goal to go at the 15. Fourth down and goal to go at the 15. And that will result in a field goal try here for Brett Zachman. Zachman, a 30-yard, 32-yard field goal attempt. Blade Coons will hold. Zachman steps it off. Six minutes and 13 seconds remaining in the third period. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick by Zachman is good. And the defenders take a 36 lead. 30 unanswered by the defenders. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Zachman now 5 of 5 on field goal tries this year. Timeout on the field. You have a kickoff coming up right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. The defenders with a 30-6 lead. And the Andover end kick by Zachman taken at the goal line. Out to the 5, to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. And this is why they've been running them out. They're out to the 30. And that's where Cole Essex will run out of room. And Colton Vandenberg on the tackle for the defenders. It'll be first down and 10 for the Tigers. They're at their own 30-yard line. Tigers have not had bad field position to start their drives today. Offensively, just been really hard to get anything going, and I understand that offense, their offensive line has been uh, depleted this week due to some COVID issues. And that's going to be the story of the season for everyone, I'm afraid. You're going to have weeks where you're going to be short at specific position groups. Doan with the football and running back, new running back in for the Tigers. That is Frazzy Wynn, a sophomore from Lincoln, Nebraska. He'll be on my all-name team at the end of the year. Second down and six. Win in the backfield, and Wasserman turns. Win not there, and Wasserman has to struggle forward. Gets back to the original, gets back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe thrown for a one-yard loss, and that's going to bring up third down and seven. So a loss on the play. Grant Hickson in the ball game for the defenders right now. He's lining up near side cornerback Cabongo also on the field. Placide playing safety. Who else is out there for the defenders right now? On defense, you've got Quentin Murphy. Abraham stays. Looks like the most significant change is that uh, we've got Hickson at the corner. Under pressure, and we've got the quarterback, Adam Wasserman. Wasserman thrown for a loss on the play. It's going to be a nine-yard loss. And that'll bring up fourth down and 16. Fourth and 16 for the Tigers, and they'll be forced to punt. Mason Krause on to punt. Nathan Cabongo had a 15-yard return on his last punt return. And the end over end kick. It's going to be over the head of Cabongo. Cabongo will let it bounce, and the defenders will take over first down and 10 inside the 40. 
First down and 10 for the defenders. With 4.06 left to play in the third quarter, Dort will take over first down and 10 at their own 38. Dort leading 30 to 6. First and 10. Clayberg has Skibot behind him. Turns, hands. No, pulls it. Now pass over the top for Jungling. Jungling with the pass completion on the sideline. Bobbled it momentarily. And then is forced out of bounds at the 29. They'll rule that he possessed it before he tumbles out of bounds. It'll be first and 10. At the 29-yard line, so jungling another catch, and Levi starting to rack up some significant yardage this afternoon. Pitch over to jungling, balls down on the turf, and it's recovered by the Tigers. And Doan will take over after the turnover by the defenders. And the defenders turn it over, second turnover of the day for the defenders. They're at their own 38-yard line. And Dort will send the defense back onto the field. Doan with it, first and 10 at their own 36. Dort has no one with over 100 yards rushing. They've got 187 total yards of rushing. Clayberg has 62 yards so far. Also 16 of 23 passing for 201 yards. Pitch near side to Derajean. Derajean has to work awfully hard to get one yard. He's finally brought down at the 37-yard line. It'll be second down and nine. Second and nine for the Tigers. 3.15 and counting, third quarter. Dort leading 30-6. to six. So second and nine for Doan offensively. 34 rushes, 28 yards, one of four passing for seven yards. All totaled, Dort with 381 yards of total offense. Wasserman handoff and breaking into the secondary is Wilson. Wilson inside the 40 down to the 35 and for Frazzy Wilson carries it from his own 37. To the 35-yard line. That's a 27-yard pickup on the play. 28-yard pickup on the play. First and 10 for the Tigers at the Dort 35. Wasserman splits the backfield. Hands off. Keeps it himself, beg your pardon. And Wasserman stood up on the sideline. And then is forced out of bounds after a gain of about six on the play. It'll be second down and four. Well, if Wasserman, if this is any indication, like him to just step out of bounds if you're a Doan Tiger fan at that point. Three players around him. He's not going to pick up much more. He took some punishment as he was forced out of bounds on the north sideline. 153 left to play, third quarter. Wasserman surveys, facing second and four. Pass complete. 
And that's a first down inside the 20. Wasserman pays a price, though, at the end of the play. Josh Baker on the receiving end of that. Wasserman will pick himself up, work his way towards the line of scrimmage. Has 25 seconds. Looks to the sideline for the play. It's at the 16. First and 10 for the Tigers at the 16-yard line. 125. Left to play, third period. Wasserman turns, hands, gives to Wilson. And Frazzy Wilson races into the end zone for a touchdown, and the Tigers are on the board here in the second half. They trail 30-12 to pending the point after. One eleven left to play, third period of action. Tigers put together a scoring drive. Back up. Frazzy win on that carry. And Frazzy win providing the spark for the Tigers. Point after try on the way for Jeremy Henning. And Henning, snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is no good. And our score remains Dort 30, Doan 12. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Back with more after this. Prezi win with that running touchdown for the Tigers, and the Tigers an extended drive. Able to punch it in. Dort leading 30-12. Still a three-score difference here, nearing the... End of the third quarter. One eleven left to play in the third. Defenders with a field goal to show for their second half effort so far. Led 27-6 at halftime. High end over end kick. That will go out of bounds. Inside the 20. Sidort will get it. First down and 10. And the line of scrimmage, this will actually be a penalty as the kick went out of bounds. It'll be first and ten for the defenders at the 35-yard line. So great field position for the defenders to start this drive. They'll have it on the near highest mark. See if Dort can get some offense going again. Been relatively stagnant. Now they'll spot it on the far hash mark. Looks like the defenders have their starting unit back on the field. Clayberg, your quarterback. Doan, three down lineman. And handoff up the middle. Skibout. Skibout picks up three on the play. It'll be second and seven. Second and seven. While the Tigers had some time to regroup at halftime after things got rolling against them. Now Dort will go back to their hurry up. Clayberg hands it off, Skibout, Skibout nearly breaks that one. He's tripped up at the 45-yard line, falls forward to the 47-yard line, and that's a Dort first down. 40 seconds left to play in the third quarter. Clayberg hands it off, Skibout, Skibout the ball carrier, and Carter Skibout into Doan territory at the 47-yard line. 
It's a gain of six on the play. It'll be second and four. Second and four for the defenders. Handoff, Skibout again, and Skibout very near the first down marker before he's brought down. Looks like he's going to be a yard shy at the 44-yard line. Needed the 43 for a first down, and that likely will be the end of the third quarter. Third quarter comes to a close. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more. Fourth quarter of play, Dort leading 30-12. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. Third and one for the defenders. They hand it off, Sonderman. Sonderman starts left, dodges right, picks up the first down, plus about five yards. A six-yard gain on the play. It'll be first and ten for the defenders in Doan territory at the 37-yard line. So the defenders leading 30-12. to 12. Over 400 yards of total offense for the defenders. Doan with 99. Pass by Clayberg over the top. And the pass is complete to Jungling. Jungling an acrobatic catch inside the 10. Down at the 5-yard line. Had to come back for that pass. And that's another first down for the defenders for Jungling. That's his 8th catch. He's got over 100 yards receiving today. That'll put him well over 130 yards. And we have a timeout on the field charged to the Doan Tigers. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Timeout, Doan, back with more in a moment. Well, the only game in the conference really that has much suspense to it at this point is that Northwestern Concordia contest. Northwestern leading Concordia in the third period, 16-7. Northwestern has outgained Concordia in that one over 402 to 173, but the score not lopsided by any means. 16 to 7, Northwestern leading. Otherwise, uh, a couple of blowouts in the other games in the conference. Dort leading this one 30 to 12, and while it's not a blowout, it uh, does not feel in jeopardy at this point. Handoff Sonderman. Sonderman. Down to the 8-yard line. Not much there that time for Sonderman. It'll be second and goal to go for the defenders. Dort leading 30-12. to 12, And other than a, a couple of turnovers that Doan turned into points, it's been all Dort. Score not as lopsided as the statistics would indicate. This is Clayberg. Clayberg pitches it over to Jungling. Jungling races to the corner of the end zone. Touchdown defenders, and the defenders lead it 36-12 to with a point after on the way. Point after try coming for the defenders and Brett Zachman. Zachman already with a field goal to his credit. Also has knocked three out of four point after tries through. And he'll try to make it a 37-12 game. 37 to 12, 36 to 12, pending the point after. Zachman, right footed kicker. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through. And the defenders lead 37 to 12. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5, back with more in a moment. 
You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Zachman kicking off for the defenders. Taking a look at the fairway. Well, we'll wait until the change of possession, and then we'll tell you about the scores around the conference. And over end kick by Zachman, taken at the 15-yard line to the 20, to the 25. And there's not much more there for the return man for the Tigers, Cole Essex. Essex stopped at the 25. It'll be first and 10 for Doan at that point. Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center, best at fresh, serving the community since 1991. Here's their scoreboard. Midland leading Dakota Wesleyan in the second half, 36-7. Morningside shutting out Jamestown, 41-0 up north. And Northwestern leading Concordia, 16-7. Here with 13-41 left to go in regulation, the defenders lead this one, 37-12 over the Doan University Tigers. Dort trying to improve to 4-1 and one this afternoon. Doan... Took a 2-2 two and two record into the contest. New, uh, and, uh, quarterback is Wasserman. Wasserman hands it off to Wynn. Wynn, the ball carrier, and Wynn picks up 12 on the play. It's going to be first down and 10. So Frazzy Wynn, impactful here in the second half, getting a chance to show what he can do. And he's got a touchdown score to his credit already. And now a first down for the Tigers. Man in motion for the Tigers, Josh Baker. Fake the handoff, Wasserman keeps it himself, and Wasserman still on his feet, fighting for an extra yard or two. Picks up six all total. It's going to be second down and four. Quentin Murphy on the tackle for the defenders. It's going to be second and four. Tigers trying to get some offense together. This is KDCR, Sioux Center, Iowa. Get that official piece of business taken care of. Ducking out of bounds after the completion. Caden Reimers. It's enough for a Doan first down. Doan with it at their own 48-yard line. They'll crank the clock back into play. Doan trailing 37-12. to Wasserman, man in motion, Baker right to left, Doan moving from left to right or north to south, Wasserman tries to turn the corner, he's brought down, back at the line of scrimmage, Jake Buchelman in on the stop, it's going to be second down and 10, second and 10, So second and ten, Frazzy win, I believe, in the backfield along with Wasserman. Three receivers to the near side. Fake the handoff to win. Sidearm delivery. Pass incomplete intended for Baker on the coverage for the defenders is Murphy. The Lighten, Iowa native, pushes the receiver as the ball re- arrives. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. It'll be third down. Third down and long for the Tigers at the 49-yard line. Their own 49. They need the Dort 42 to extend the drive. Or at least to get into a Extend it on this play. Pass incomplete. 
hits the umpire. It's going to be fourth down, and Doan will punt. Abe stays on the coverage for the... That's Abraham stays on the coverage for the defenders. Fourth down, and Nathan Cabongo will settle in at the 20-yard line. Line of scrimmage is the Doan 49. Kraus punting. And an end over end kick taken by Cabongo at the 20. Has a wall. He's to the 25. Trying to get to the edge. Stiff arm to the 40. To the 45. Still on his feet. Weaving his way forward and finally brought down at the midfield stripe. A 30-yard return by Nathan Cabongo. And the Dort defenders will take over. First down and 10. At the midfield stripe. Looks like we have a quarterbacking change for the defenders. Jacob Loomis will be in. He ran the offense admirably last week against Jamestown. 9 of 12 passing last week for Loomis. Still has Skeebout and Charlie Young in the backfield with him. He'll hand it off to Skeebout. Skeebout's off to the races. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. And dragged down from behind by Christian Herring. So Carter Skibout on the carry with 11-14 left to go in regulation. Dort leading 37-12. And Loomis can make the quarterbacking job relatively simple. Turn around and hand it to your tailback. Anthony Trojan now in at tailback for the defenders. Loomis turns, fakes the handoff. He's going to keep it himself. Nearly wrapped up in the backfield. He's going to fight his way forward back to the line of scrimmage. That's going to be all he gets. It'll be second down and ten. So after one play off, Carter Skibout back onto the field. He'll take Anthony Trojan's spot. 37-12 our score. Second down and ten for the defenders at the 11-yard line officially. So they can pick up a first down without getting into the end zone. Loomis looking left. Gets the snap. Hands it off, Skibout ducks his head inside the five, down to the two-yard line, shy of the first down marker by a yard. We've got a flag on the play as well. Got a flag resting at the eight-yard line. We'll sort this out with 10-22 remaining. Normally this situation, it's an illegal block or a hold. So a chop block against the defenders. That'll be a 15-yard penalty. And that's going to bring up second down and long now. They'll turn it into second and 25. Second and 23, actually. Football now at the... 24-yard line, so the defenders more room to work if you want to spin it positively. Hand off to Skibout. Skibout at the 20. Gains four on the play. It's going to be third down and long. Ten minutes left to go in regulation. 37-12 our score. Defenders leading. 
Defenders in no hurry at this point. Play clock at 23. Game clock, 9.44. Third down and long for the defenders. They need to get inside the five near the one-yard line for a first down. Loomis floats one to the end zone, into the end zone, and that's a touchdown for the defenders. Touchdown defenders Eli Bolden on the receiving end of that ball from Jacob Loomis. And the Dort defenders with a touchdown pass as Loomis finds Bolden and Eli Bolden. His first touchdown catch of the season. And the point after try on the way for Dort's Brett Zachman. 9.30 left to play in regulation. Zachman to line it up. This will be his seventh point after try. Snap is down, and the kick is up, and the kick is good. Beg your pardon, that's his sixth point after try. Dort leads 44-12 to on the kick. By Zachman, you're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Dort with this one in hand, leading by 32. Back with more after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. The defenders, Jacob Loomis to Eli Bolden. Touchdown pass from the 23-yard line. And a squib kick by the defenders. Run back to the 35-yard line, and that is it for the Doan Tigers. And that is where Doan will take over first down and 10. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Doan with it first down and 10 at their own 37-yard line. Well, a few more personnel changes for the defenders. Looks like Aaron Van Hofwagen is in the contest. Also for Dort. Drew Dom in at linebacker. Grant Hickson is your cornerback. Abe stays, Abraham stays, linebacker. Handoff to White. And for Jacoby White, he stopped for no gain on the play. It's second and ten. Second and ten. Jalen Placide trots off of the field as well. Ashton Treshman takes his spot at safety. Brayton Van Kickerick still in at linebacker for the defenders. Back to pass, Wasserman. Wasserman being chased by Kakmarinski. Pass is batted into the air, incomplete. Hickson breaks that pass, breaks up that pass. It'll be third down. David Kakmarinski chasing down Wasserman. Providing pressure. It'll be third down. Third down as the clock stops on the incomplete pass. Third and ten. Wasserman. Takes it himself on the option. Now pitches it to Derajean. Derajean. Stopped at the 46-yard line, short of the first down by a yard. It'll be fourth down. I believe that was Abraham Stays who made the stop. Doan trailing 44-12. to They'll go for it here with 8.20 and counting. Left to play in the game. 
Fourth and one. So fourth and one for the Tigers. Wasserman looking right, now looking left. Gets the snap. He's going to roll left. Pass is in and out of the hands of his intended receiver. Pass falls incomplete, intended for Andre Norman. And the defenders will take over first down and 10 at the 46-yard line. 8.04 left to play in the game. Dort with this one in hand. Jacob Loomis in at quarterback. He engineered a scoring drive on the last series. So Loomis gets a snap, hands it off. And Anthony Trojan on the run. Trojan to the 39-yard line. Gain of seven on the play for Anthony Trojan. Dort with over 500 yards of offense today. Pretty well split down the middle. 258 on the ground. 250 in the air. Loomis hands it off. Trojan the ball carrier. And Anthony Trojan from the 39 down to the 33. That's a gain of six on the play. And that will bring up first down. So Carter Skibot has gone over 100 yards rushing. 13 carries today. 7.9 yards per rush average. Noah Clayberg with 62 yards, Michael Sonderman with 53, and now Anthony Trojan. A couple of carries, he's got 24 yards so far. Loomis sends a man in motion, that's Carr. Hands it off, Trojan, Trojan, nothing there as he's caught in the backfield. Tackle made by Joaquim Robinson. It's now second down and ten for the defenders. Second and ten. Football at the 33. Hand off to Charlie Young, and Young nothing there. Robinson on the tackle for another tackle. Loss of three on the play. It's going to be third down and 13. Third and 13. And Loomis looking to the sideline gets the play. Carson Brown is your wide receiver on the near side. Looks like Dort has worked some reserves in on the offensive line as well. Bryce Simnocker on the far side. Rolling right is Loomis. Loomis in trouble. And Loomis loses the football. It's scooped up by the Tigers. And the Doan Tigers will take over after the fumble at the Dort 32-yard line. First and 10 for the Tigers at the Dort 32. Dort leading 44-12. to Doan forces their third turnover of the game. And if this plays out the way the last two turnovers have, don't we'll turn these into points. That's how they've gotten their 12 points today on possessions that came after turnovers. 
One of them an interception return. And also a fumble recovery that eventually led to a score. Fake the handoff, rolling left, pass over the top is incomplete, intended for Doan's Caden Reimers on the pass from Wasserman. That'll bring up second down and ten. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. So second down and ten on the way. And we'll let, warn you that our post-game show will be abbreviated this evening as or this afternoon as we have volleyball to get to as well at the DeWitt Gym. We'll give you most of the numbers and then wrap it up at the conclusion of this contest. Jacoby White on the carry up the middle. Picks up seven on the play. It'll be third down and three. Third and three for the Tigers. Under five minutes to go in the contest. Dort leading 44-12. to This was 27-6 at halftime. Brett Meyer in motion. He'll motion into the backfield. Wasserman with it. Wasserman nothing there. Wasserman brought down. No gain on the play. Colton Vanderberg on the tackle. That's going to bring up fourth down and five. Fourth and five. Doan will take a little time here. Want to extend the drive. They have it at the Dort 26. Would have the breeze behind them if they would settle for a field goal try. Wind is picked up out of the north-northwest, and that is at the back of the Tigers. They're going to go for it here, though. Fourth down and five. Wasserman back to pass under pressure. Flush from the pocket. He'll run for the first down. He's to the 15 to the 20. Uh, pardon me, the 15 to the 10. Inside the 10, down at the... Six-yard line, and it'll be first and goal to go for the Tigers. Deep in Dort territory. Let's see if the defenders can come up with a stop here. First and goal to go for the Tigers at the seven. Scrambling for that first down was Wasserman. So Wasserman looks things over. Wasserman fakes the handoff to White, pitches it to Derajean. Derajean inside the five, down to the one-yard line. Close to the fir- close to the end zone, but just shy. And that'll bring up second down and goal to go inside the five. 3.20 left to play in the game. And the Tigers trying to score for the third time today. Wasserman is going to keep it. Runs option to the right, and Wasserman with a two-yard touchdown run. And the Tigers cut the lead to 44-18, pending another point after try. So Dort in front, 44-18, to 18. point after coming. And we've got a new kicker for the Tigers, Caden Tice, listed as a linebacker. We'll try his hand on the point after try. 
And that is through the uprights. And the defenders lead 44-19. 44-19 our score. 3.03 remaining in the contest. Back with more after this. Well, the recipe for Doan today, force turnover, get a score. They have had, Dort has had three turnovers. All three of them have turned into touchdowns eventually for the Tigers. Dort, though, in control of this one, 44-19. Over at the soccer field, Jamestown and Dort scoreless early in the second half. And over end kick taken by the defenders, and that's going to go through the end zone. That'll be a touchback. Misjudging it was Zane Gunter. Gunter had that one go over his head into the end zone. It'll be a touchback for the defenders. Dort takes over first down and 10 at their own 25. So Dort, Jacob Loomis, his third series. Handed off to Charlie Young. Young, short gain on the play. Maybe picks up two or three. It's going to be second down and seven. Second and seven. Under three minutes to go. Sidort will take a 4-1 and one record into their game against Concordia next week on the road. Remains to be seen what Concordia's record is in all likelihood if that score holds up in Orange City. They'll be 4-1 and one as well. Pass completed. And in, that is a 20-yard gain for the defenders. And for Dort, backup receiver, Caleb Sharp, tight end on the receiving end of that from Loomis. Dort employing the tight end a little bit more in recent weeks. Hayden Large has been getting some catches as well. Loomis, hands off. Young, Young the ball carrier, and Young... Pickup of 11 on the play. That's another Dort first down. 155 and counting in the ballgame. So Dort has been able to move the football. Wouldn't say at will today, but they have racked up significant yardage. Nearing 550 yards of offense today. 15 seconds on the play clock. 1.30 on the game clock, and Dort's going to take victory formation here. It'll be up to Doan if they want to call timeouts or not and prolong this. Loomis takes a knee. It'll be second down. So second down and 10. Dort can take this uh, down to about 35 seconds before they need to snap the football. It'll be second down and 11. We'll take a short break when the game is over, and then we'll come back to wrap things up. Loomis will get another snap. And 
And Jacob Loomis takes a knee, and that's going to be the ball game. Our final score, Dort 44, Doan 19. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Stay tuned. The Wireless World postgame wrap is up next. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5, and that's going to do it. The defenders defeat Doan this afternoon by a final score of 44-19. to For Dort, they uh, surrendered three turnovers, and each of those turnovers turned into points for the Tigers. Other than that, it was all Dort. Dort trailed 6 to nothing, and then scored the next 27 points of the contest to take a 27-6 lead at halftime. And uh, the second half, game was never in doubt as the defenders limit Doan and hold them at arm's length the rest of the way. Dort all totaled 262 yards of rushing offense on 57 carries, 266 yards of passing offense, 19 of 26 overall passing with one interception. For the defenders, they run 83 plays from scrimmage, gain 528 yards. Defensively, Dort limits Doan to 139 yards of rushing offense, 23 yards of passing offense. Dort 528, Doan 162 in yards gained. Dort today, Carter Skibot 13 carries, 103 yards. Noah Clayberg 15 carries, 62 yards. Michael Sonderman, 12 carries, 53 yards. Anthony Trojan, 4 carries for 30 yards. Noah Clayberg, 17 of 24 passing, 1 touchdown, 1 interception, 230 total yards. Levi Jungling, 8 catches for 137 yards. Jaden Heisman, 3 catches for 36 yards. Lucas Warner, 2 for 27. Hayden Large, 2 for 19. For Doan, Frazzy Wynn, 4 carries for 57 yards. Adam Wasserman, 24 carries for 37 yards. Jermaine Derajean, 11 carries for 27 yards. Wasserman, 2 of 10 passing for 23 yards. Josh Baker, 1 catch for 16. Caden Reimers, 1 catch for 7 for the Tigers. Defensively, Jessup Leakey, 6 total tackles. Josh Morazic, 6 tackles as well. David Kakmarinski and Jake Buechelman, with five tackles apiece. Dante Wiggins had 11 tackles for the Doan Tigers. Doan is now 2-3. and three. Dort improves to 4-1. and one. Around the conference, scores at last check. It was Morningside shutting out Jamestown 41-0. Midland leading Dakota Wesleyan 36-7. Those leads were all comfortable enough that uh, you can assume that Midland and Morningside, we're going to win. Northwestern and Concordia, that one's going to end up being a tight one yet as uh, it was a single-score ball game late in the third quarter, and it's still a single-score ball game early in the fourth with uh, Northwestern leading Concordia as we take our final look at the Fairway Meat and Grocery scoreboard. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. That's going to do it for our broadcast this afternoon. That's the Wireless World Post Game Wrap. For KDCR Sports, I'm Mike Biker. We'll talk to you again in about 30 minutes from the DeWitt Gym.